It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Well, if you wondered why the uh, the King's Throne was empty here in the middle, our fifth chair, it's because uh, Tim Alcorn, radio play-by-play guy for the Cavs, now occupies, that's the hot seat. Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I like the hot seat better than the King's chair, I'll yeah. tell you that. Well, they both apply. I mean, they both apply. So, we've got a lot of questions about our Cavaliers. How do you feel they're coming into the playoffs? Do you, th- do you think... I, I, Last night was a was a little odd, but how, how do you think they're uh, they're trending into the playoffs right now? Oh, I think they're in great shape yeah. going into the postseason. Uh, they're relatively healthy. I yeah. mean, Isaac and Jared missed last night, but uh, they're playing good basketball. I think JB has settled in somewhat on the on the bench rotation. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing at an elite level right now, and to me, they're a playoff basketball team because they're built from the defense first. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're in great shape heading into postseason. Yeah. Do you think I, I was complaining that Donovan Mitchell shot too much yesterday? I feel like they're better. 33 shots. I feel like they're better when they're a little more balanced. I don't know. Am I crazy? Well, Donovan is a volume scorer, so yeah. he's going to shoot the basketball. Shots. Well, he, he had 44 <laughs> points, though. I mean, it wasn't as though he, he was throwing up bricks. I mean, fair. he shot 5 of 12 from beyond the arc last night. So, uh, sometimes when you're feeling it like that, and yeah. he, is, he was especially in the second half, yeah. uh, when a guy's in a zone like that, especially an elite scorer, you just feed him the basketball. I, I agree. I ain't got no problem with it. Pull up. You say that now, but wait till you get in the playoff games and the game slow down and you need a bucket and only two by guys that yeah, can put – but see, you can't win with one guy doing everything in the playoffs. Unless oh, his name is LeBron. I've seen, you know, in the playoffs, Arianas. Closers take off. I've, I've, I've seen Curry. I've seen Jordan. I've seen them take over. Now, granted, he's not going to do that every game. I think it's a case to case scenario. I love Donovan, but he ain't Curry. He ain't LeBron. He ain't Michael. Or it, it feels like yeah. now, uh, Tim, that they're probably settling into the four. I mean, there for a while, it looked like that's definitely where they were. And then all of a sudden, they look up. And they're a game and a half behind Philly. They still, Philly has the edge, so they have to, you know, finish a game better than them. But they're running out of time. Let's just assume for now that they sit in the four. And right now, the Knicks are in the five. How do you see that matchup if that's the one we get in the first round? How do we match up against the Knicks? I think that's a very intriguing matchup. And, of course, we may have a preview of that Friday night right. uh, at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. But, uh you know, usually, historically, in the NBA, that 4-5 matchup is the most competitive in the first round. They're right. two generally evenly matched ball clubs, and I think you'll have that with the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, I think Donovan is the X factor in that in that right. series. Yeah, definitely. If it, if it proves to be the case, uh, New York's got their two big guys uh, with Robinson and, of course, Randall. We've got ours with Jared and Evan. Yeah. Uh, of course, you got point guard play with Brunson and Garland. Uh, I don't know if the Knicks have anybody that really no. matches up with Donovan Mitchell, aside from the fact that <laughs> he'll just be fueled yeah. uh, to play the New York Knicks in a first-round playoff series. Sure. The Knicks have been great on the road for whatever reason. They're one of the few teams better on the road. You rarely see that in the NBA. And they're well-coached, obviously. I, I think it's, it should be a good series, but... I, I expect the Cavs to win. I, I'm, if they don't, it's going to be a huge disappointment. Well, I, I think it's huge that the Cavs will have 
home court advantage <laughs> yeah. in the first round yeah. uh, because you're talking about guys that have never tasted postseason basketball. Yeah. Uh, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and it's a whole different animal. A anybody that's been around NBA playoff basketball will tell you until you experience it, uh, you don't really know what it's all about. So for the Cavs to kind of jump into that pool, uh, at least they'll do it with the first two games at home to get acclimated to playoff pressure and what that entails. So uh, I think it's going to be, a, if it ends up being the Cavs and the Knicks, I think it would be a dogfight of a series. Do you think that the, the young core guys, you know, the Darius is the Evan. Yeah, they've been playing well, but when they get to that postseason, are they able to go with Donovan? And do you think he can pull that out of them, that greatness that they need to be in the playoffs? So it's a two-part question. So I would say yes. I think the team recognizes mm -hmm. that with Donovan having the playoff experience that he had with Utah, and certainly he's exemplified the fact that he can carry a basketball team on his shoulders if he has to. Uh, yes, they, they will certainly say Donovan knows all about postseason basketball. He's the guy that can kind of lead us through the wilderness. Yeah. On the flip side, uh, the second part of your question, Donovan has displayed unbelievable leadership with the basketball team this year. And I think uh, they'll lean on him as far as what playoff basketball is all about. I know those conversations have already started uh, with Donovan and with mm -hmm. DG and with Evan Mobley. Uh, that's why the acquisition of Donovan was so huge because he's that veteran guy that has gone deep into the playoffs. And by the way, when he was with Utah, his playoff numbers went up in every single category mm -hmm. over his regular season numbers. Right. He scored wow. more points per game. He had more rebounds per game. He had more assists per game when the Jazz got to postseason. So, absolutely, I think they'll lean on him, and obviously uh, his guidance will then lead the team uh, in that first round. Mike clock has officially struck noon, which means I have to remind everybody that lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is sponsored by Colleague Racing, the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. Back to Tim. Tim, I know you mentioned the game Friday against the Knicks, and typically it's, it's likely going to be meaningless in terms of jockeying, but I look at this as a game that they really do not want to lose because you talk about the importance of home court. I feel like if, if, the, if both teams come out, play their starters, and play to win the game, and the Knicks walk out of here with a win, I think they come into the playoff series with the knowledge that we only got to take one at their place and hold serve. I think it's a, a huge game for the Cavs as they get in, ready to go in the playoffs. Am I overstating that? Um, I've never been a huge believer in, in statement games, those right. type of things, uh, especially when you're looking at a best-of-seven series. You know, maybe in football, where if you beat a team during the regular season and now you get them one time in the mm -hmm. playoffs, you kind of made your statement earlier. Mm -hmm. Basketball is a little bit of a different animal. And by the way, I have a theory about home court advantage. I think the lower seeded team, if you want to use that word, I think they need to win two. I, I'd like to look in at In case the, you slip up at home. Right. Which most I, teams do. And I'd like to look at that historically. I may get a hold of Elias. Yeah, right. And because yeah. I want to know it how many... It would be interesting to see. How many times has a lower seed won a best of seven series by only winning one <laughs> on the road? Yeah. Right. That they completely hold serve right. on their home floor. I, right. I'd like to see the numbers in that. I, I think the Cavs could go into Madison Square Garden and grab a game. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Oh, no so doubt. now you're forcing the Knicks to win two sure. here at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I, I'd like to see the historical numbers on yeah, that. Yeah, I would too. I think it would be really interesting because th the assumption is that you are going to hold serve at home. 
And that's that's a risky proposition. I mean, you know, especially you know, the Cavs don't do it. It'd be hard for the Knicks Who, to do it. Who's too. the second guy they're leaning on? Uh, I've seen Mobley. Uh, he, he's looked he a huge game. He's looked time. tremendous. Yeah, uh, the Louder stretch. Um, but Gar, Gar, Darius Garland is the guy who has the ball the majority of the time. Wh- which guy do you think is going to have the most impact besides Donovan Mitchell if they need a big shot or, or they need somebody to step up? That's a great question, and I would think it's going to depend upon the matchup, and it's going to depend upon maybe who has the hot hand that night. Evan Mobley has really picked up his yeah. game mm-hmm. uh, since the first of the year. His his repertoire mm-hmm. on the offensive end of the floor has really expanded and really grown. So uh, I don't think the Cavs would be uncomfortable having Evan be that second guy, and certainly DG has shown that he can step up and knock down big shots. And really, if you're the opposition with the Cavaliers' backcourt, it's choose your poison. I mean, if you're going to chase Donovan Mitchell all over the floor and double-team and trap him, uh, you're taking your chances with DG. So uh, I think Evan has really developed as that third guy who could also step into that second-guy role if they really swarm the backcourt. So It's a good problem to have. Yes, it is. <laughs> You've got yes, depth. You've got options. Evan Mobley right. last night was one block away from a quadruple nickel. I'm coining that term. I'm coining that term right now. Yeah, I don't think it's going to catch on. No? It hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. I've heard stuff like that before. I don't like it, but I have heard stuff. I don't don't think I'll be using that. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be the first. Yeah, well, I'd be the first and the last. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, We have to fire you now. So let me ask you this, because I always like to look ahead, and I know you shouldn't do this. You take one series at a time. I certainly hope the Cavs aren't doing this. But I like to look at, okay, so if you are in the four, that means that if you do get past the Knicks and provided the Bucks the hold serve, then you start looking down the road. Is there a preference for you between Milwaukee and Boston? Who do you think? I'm not asking who you think the better team is because that would be a different answer. Who does this Cavs team match up better against? Well, I think if you look at the regular season, the Cavaliers have played the Celtics very, very yeah. well. But I all think those they wins match were up. overtime, weren't they? Right. Great games. All of them. Exactly. Yeah. But it wasn't as though Boston blew the Cavs out. You're right. I, I think it's a pretty even matchup with Boston. I think they can go toe-to-toe with Milwaukee, but Giannis is a whole oh, different guy. I he's mean, an animal. Right. He is just an elite NBA player. And he's a tough matchup no matter who takes on Milwaukee. There's a reason Milwaukee's sitting number one in the Eastern Conference right yeah. now. So... Not that I have a preference, but I think if you look back on the regular season, the Cavs have shown yeah. we can battle Boston. Hey, that we, number we, one seat, I mean, right now Milwaukee's up two and a half games. They've split their first two. They're playing tomorrow night. So Milwaukee wins that game, it's over. They basically lock up the one seat. If Boston wins tomorrow, though. It's in play. They'd have the tiebreaker and only be down one and a half games. So yeah. then it would still I, be I'm play. telling you this, man. We getting kind of soft. I'm, I'm, I'm all for wishing minimal injuries on players in the playoffs. Giannis <laughs> needs to You twist. always bring it up, though. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. Don't, don't, don't go there. I go there all the time. He always brings that. You think I don't care about a sprained ankle? We've been trying to get you up out of here. Y'all just listen. If you happen to twist an ankle and, and you don't create, it's like, not career ending. I don't like karma hey, like that. Pull hamstrings. I love them to death. Giannis, come I, on. Now. I don't like. I don't like. I don't need them because then you start. Then it starts happening. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I said. I don't want to back that out here. Hey, listen. I'm already the pin, dog. I don't even have any injuries. Put it back on me. It comes back on me. I'm not saying you. You. I'm saying. Cavs. So let me ask you, Tim, about JB Bickerstaff. You know, I don't, I don't, I think he's fairly a young coach. This will probably be one of his first 
is this his first postseason? Or has he did he do it with I don't think he did it with Memphis, right? He he was with Houston as their interim coach and yep. got him to the postseason. Okay. Uh, he's gone deep into the playoffs as an assistant coach with Minnesota when Flip Saunders oh, had wow. that team yeah. with Kevin Garnett yeah. and okay. that group. Okay. So uh, I think JB is the perfect coach for this basketball team. He's a player's coach. He understands NBA basketball, having grown up in the game with his dad, Bernie Bickerstaff, mm -hmm. who, of course, is a legendary right. NBA coach. Uh, JB really has the pulse of the locker room. Uh, the players, I know it's a cliche, but I'll say it, that the, they'd run through a wall for JB. Uh, I just think he's an outstanding coach, and the job that he has done to sell these guys on the defensive end of the floor. you got to remember uh, when JB came on as the – interim coach uh, when he replaced John Beeline, the Cavs are at the bottom of the league, mm -hmm. the bottom in yeah. every defensive category. Now they're at the top. They're right. at the top of the league in defensive rating. They're at the top of the league in opponents' points per game. They're at the top of the league in holding opponents under 100 points. I think it's 23 times now. I mean, he has completely transformed the mentality. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about a young basketball team, that's challenging. That's go, usually the last piece that they, they get. Yeah. Right. It's the and to well, sell them on defense, yeah. we're going to win with the defensive end yeah. of the floor. I think a lot of that, too, is Mobley came in, like, further along on defense than he was on offense, right, when he first came in the league. But when it, when it comes to um, the Cavs, and the, I forgot what I was going to ask. I was I was I've got one. That's okay. You yeah, think of it. Ahead. I've got one. Try to kill Yesterday time, we I, talked I about Karis LeVert and how he's found some mythical switch. It was going to be who was going to be on the court at the end of the game. Nah. Yeah, okay. Well, you can answer that yeah. in a second. I don't know if we still have those That's graphics, but these graphics really are stunning. We did this yesterday. When you look at his numbers from February to March, uh, what the hell's gotten into him? Did, it, it, he took the braids Did JB out. have a talk to him? Has he been challenged? These numbers aren't just statistical yeah. anomalies. It's almost like somebody else inherited his body. Yeah, I mean, doubled his points per game, uh, about 9% in field goal percentage, doubled his three-point percentage. Which is stunning. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting. I had a chat with uh, Karis last night before the game down in Atlanta, yeah. and he said it's the best stretch of basketball that he's had in his career. Wow. Is it confidence-related, do you think? I think so. Uh, I also think that physically uh, he's feeling as good as he's ever felt. Uh, you know, his name got tossed around during the trade deadline, right, and right, I think right. I wondered if that was a wake-up call. I don't know if it was a wake-up call, but I think <laughs> – he now feels like I'm here. Right. I'm a part of this anything. group. Yeah. You know, right. these guys are human beings just like we all are. And when you hear your name swirling around, uh, as much as they get paid to play professional basketball and they understand the business of the game and right. trades are possible, when that trade deadline passes and you realize I'm a part of this team, I'm yeah. a part of this group, it, it takes some of that tension away. And Boy, he's been thriving as yeah. of late. He's played great. terrific yeah. basketball. So, Tim, at the end of the game with the big four guys, is it him on the floor? Is it Rubio? Is it Lamar Stevens? Is it Okoro? Like, who's going to get those minutes to, at closing time in a, in a tight game late? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So when you say big four, Mitchell, Garland, Allen, Mobley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... I think it depends upon if the Cavs are on offense, if they're on defense. Sure. Generally, you'll see JB switch out Okoro in the game if the Cavs need to make a stop right, right, sure. at the end of the game. If they need offense at the end of the game, yeah. you'll see Levert on okay. the floor. We saw that in Brooklyn last right. Thursday night right. when Levert was on the floor, made the great basketball decision rather than hoisting up the shot, found a Coro in the hell corner. a pass, too. Great I mean, pass. unreal. And to have that presence of mind to look up and see that clock winding down, right. but see a Coro in the corner and realize I still have time. So I, I think it's going to depend upon what the situation is in the game, whether they need offense, whether they need defense. And then generally defensively, JB has been putting Isaac out there, who's a tremendous defensive player. And if they need a shot or a pass, uh, it'll be either Rubio or Levert. But I'm not JB, so put that, you know, don't put that in stone. Tim, I got a, I got a question for you. You see, or I guess at this point, you've seen almost every team in the league play at least once. And when you look at the landscape of the NBA today, it's more space and shoot threes than ever before. With the Cavs having two bigs and Allen and Mobley, who neither is a particularly efficient three-point shooter, do you think they can win a championship as currently constructed with two bigs? who neither really stretches the floor to the three-point line? Win a championship this year? Just in general with those two as pillars of the team if they don't develop an outside shot. Oh, I, I think the Cavs would readily admit uh, they need a shooter. They yeah. need a pure shooter. So not yeah. that I'm looking forward to the offseason already. But, yeah, right. Uh, I think no, that, but that's, that's the glaring light. That's, that's been flashing all year, really. Right. We know that that's, that's what, where they've got to get better. Right. So can they win an NBA championship? Without that pure shooter, I don't know. I think that's the that's the need that they will address. Yeah. But uh, believe me, they're, they've got this core four uh, that you alluded to. So it's not <coughs> as though they got to revamp this thing. Right. Uh, they got to add a piece here or there. But for the most part, uh, they're very very close. Do you think Mobley has the game to develop a better three point shot? I know he works on it yeah. constantly. Uh, I'm at the practices. I'm at the shoot-arounds. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the last part of his game. Yeah. Uh, I think I always say the sky, if not the atmosphere, is right. the limit right. for How Evan Mobley. How much do you think he can get? Like, does he, you know, if he's going to battle with, with a, like a Joel Embiid, you know, I mean, is he, does he need to bulk up more? I mean, he's still so young. Joel Embiid is a, is a freak of nature. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, but, 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 that's, but the extreme, that's the extreme matchup. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's got a long way to go before he gets to that. But just, right. just to go with your average big, yeah. can, can can he develop his body? Because yep. it doesn't even look like he has his, his true man but body. He, right. But he's been lifting a lot. Yes. They, they say he's been putting in that work in the gym every single day. And it's hard to lift. While you're still trying to maintain your body and maintain your stamina, and he's lifting every single day, getting stronger. Your so. skeletal system, in a large part, it is what it is. Right. I true. have talked with Tristan McKenzie in Arizona about that. He'd love to be bigger, but he, you know, he consumes all the food he can, and he, yeah. he can't get, you know, your makeup is. The reason they call him sticks. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, I, my hope is Poor that Tristan because McKenzie. he's so young. I wish I had that problem. I, but you know what? Think about it. When you were yeah. 23, 24 yeah. years old. 
some guys grow into their man body late where they get their chest and their shoulders. And I don't think Mobley's even no. to that point right. yet. So he could He's still very him. young. He's yeah. a 21-year-old kid. That's what yeah. we forget. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we right. forget. I mean, he was only 19 years old when he was right. the number three pick in the draft. And uh, to your point, he's been living in the weight room. He yeah. has spent so yeah. much time in that weight room. So he's developing that upper body. He's developing that shoulder and chest area that you alluded to. And uh, I think if you were to go back and look at a picture of Evan Mobley, March 29th of last year to March 29th of this year, you, you'll you see where and, and, he's and, filled and, out somewhat. And, and he, you, you see it in his game. Yes. You know, when yes. he gets the ball, last year he catched his ball, he's about 12 feet from the basket. Now he's getting the ball, and now they're not, he's not letting him root him out of the paint. Now he's close enough to shoot the baby hook. He's getting the ball facing, and now instead of them cutting him off to two dribbles, two, three dribbles, he's to the rim finishing strong yeah. so you can see it where his positioning on the court and how he's finishing and driving a basketball shows that he's yeah. getting a little stronger as well absolutely I totally agree I love that little baby yeah, I like that yeah. and, yeah. and now he's nice he grabbed, remember that play I can't remember what game it was where he grabbed like four rebounds and one possession. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept he kept throwing it out. Yeah, and he kept kicking it out. And they would miss three balls. And right. finally, he said, to heck with this. Yeah. I'm just going to miss home. Myself. What team was that? <laughs> that was the Rockets. You have yeah. a, a stat. I'm I do. Hey, take tag. We're full here, Steve. Check out this Evan Mobley stat that Cavs Notes just posted a second ago. Last night, Evan Mobley became just the third player in NBA history to finish with 20 points, 15 rebounds, six assists, four block, one steal, and no turnovers. Pretty elite company. Wow. Akeem O'Neal and I think you should have just called it one shy of a, uh, a quadruple nickel, but you know, whatever. Please. That's <laughs> yeah. I know, guys. And and look at the and company no he's in. By the by the way, I heard somebody talking about this. I think it was Kendrick Perkins was talking about it. Um, he said that when Kendrick you look Perkins at Perkins, don't know his ass from his elbow. Well, I mean, he knows big people. <laughs> he's big, and I agree with him when he said yeah, about this. Okay. He said, "Look, hey." The way Evan Mobley plays defense, he said Evan Mobley can guard five positions. If you switch on a pick and roll, he's not going to lose anything with a guard. He can drop back. He covers for big for big. And the thing that makes him devastating is he can test almost every single shot without fouling. He's only averaging like two fouls per game. And, and he said, you know how hard it is to yeah. contest? Three or four of the panelists was like, look, he should not only be get some votes for defensive player of the year, but they think he could possibly be on one of the three all defensive teams. In terms of the the, the, the Cavaliers defense, do you think Mobley and Allen could take it to another level in the playoffs? Because they've already been great. Absolutely. Uh, if you know in the history of NBA postseason basketball, it slows down. It becomes Every possession, possession by possession mm, yep. by possession. You don't see the pace. You don't see the fast break right, basketball right. game by game, especially as the teams adjust to one another. It turns into chess. Yes, it does in a seven-game series. So that's the beauty. That's why I think, as I mentioned earlier, the Cavs are built for postseason basketball because of that twin tower aspect yeah. with Allen and Mobley. And you talked about Evan being able to go out and defend all five positions. When Jared's in the middle, Jared is, to me, the linchpin of the defense. It all revolves around Jared because Jared has that paint protection, rim protection for the Cavs. That allows Evan to get out on the wing, use that athleticism and that size to defend a three ball, use his athleticism to chase around a guard if he has to. JB's not bashful about putting Evan Mobley on a small if he has to because <coughs> he has that athleticism and that ability. So... Absolutely, I think that that combo is going to be a, 
a, a matchup nightmare for the opposition. What a luxury How do you, that is. Absolutely. It's a huge luxury to Tim, have. Tim, who is the leader of the team and who is the heart of the team? Is it, or is it the same guy? Wow, that's, that, that's a good question. Uh, I think the guys look to Donovan because of the fact that he has the experience that yeah. he has and he carries himself so well. Um, so I, I would think Donovan... From my perspective, I don't yeah. want to answer for the guys themselves, but I think right. I think he's the leader of the team. And what was your second part? The heart of the team. The heart of the team. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, isn't I, that I, often though the same person? Sometimes it is. Yeah. Sometimes it is. I don't know um, why. You know it better than me, but for me, it feels like Jared Allen is the heart of the team. I don't know why. I'm not even sure why. Well, I I, that. I I think he plays a much more critical role than people give him credit yeah, for. Yeah, he's the forgotten you, guy of the four. If you look no back to last season, Cavs are riding high. They would have been in the playoffs rather than the play-in if Jared doesn't get hurt. Right. Right. Uh, their one-loss record with Jared on the floor compared to Jared not on the floor is pretty dramatic. Right. And so, you know, I don't know if I want to use the term heart of the team, but he's a real overlooked aspect as yeah. far as the success of the team is concerned. I, yeah, I, I definitely when I look at uh, when, when I look at Donovan Mitchell, I think to me, he's the best two guard in the league for my money, um, because what you'll see is in the playoffs you, you on the road. You're, you're going to look for somebody. You might get hit in the mouth and get down by 10 or 12 points. And you need that one guy to say, oh, no, we're not going to get blown out of here. I'll hit a couple of shots, keep us in them. And I think the Cavs will be really – they'll find out the luxury of having a guy who does not change his mentality on the road and at home. Jetty and the rest of the guys and Lamar Stevenson may not give you that. But I, I, think, I think when you talk about Donovan Mitchell, he gives you something different where you can say, hey – We'll stay in this game until everybody can catch up a little bit. Absolutely. I think he did that last night. You were talking about his shot volume last right, night. Right, yeah. But I think he did that. They needed somebody to be that guy. They needed somebody to kind of take over and mm -hmm. put the team on his right. back. Interesting note, uh, Donovan last night with another 40-plus game. That's 10, 10 40-plus games he's had for the Cavs this year. His five years in Utah total, he had nine. Wow, and doesn't yeah, that wow. 10 either tie or break LeBron's <laughs> yeah, record? Yeah, I, 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 I think I so. Tied it. I think he tied That's it. Tied but think about the fact yeah, in one LeBron. season with the Cavs, he that's surpassed crazy. five years. Particularly when you consider the talent that's here. So Rudy it's Gold not Bear. like the cupboard's barren. He has to score 40 a night. Look at this. Third most ever for an NBA player in his first season with the team behind Wilt and Walt Bellamy. That's crazy. That was a long time ago. Look at Wilt's number. That is crazy. Wilt 32 scored. times. 32 times. <laughs> He said, roll him out there and give him 430. Will is a cheat code. And it's really impressive that he's a guard. I didn't think he – I, I say it all the time. I watch him play, and I watch a, a decent amount of basketball, right? And I didn't think he was this good. I, I did not think he was this good. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell was hiding in plain sight out in Utah. Yeah. They just didn't get the national exposure. You don't see, or even when they were really good with Donovan and Gobert, yeah. you didn't see him on TNT no. and ESPN. They're not a sexy draw. They, you know, they weren't. Right. You know, and so and they play on the West Coast, per se, in Utah. Right, right, yeah. So you you don't see him a lot even on SportsCenter. The games weren't over by 11 o'clock. So yeah, right. this guy is racking up some all-star appearances. But to your point, you're like, yeah, he's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then you see him yeah. night in, night out, and you're going, holy smokes, he's an elite player. He really is. I mean, the 71 points, it was like, 
Yeah, you're not doing that without having that, that gear. I, I, I certainly hope that everybody gets to see more of them and not less in the play. Like, I, to your point earlier, it, it's going to feel like a letdown that the season didn't meet expectations if they don't win that first series. Right, and, and then if they do, it's it, all gravy from there. I think so, too, because <laughs> I agree it's, just yeah. the, it's just the idea of having these young kids go through the paces of not playing the same team back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, but getting that opportunity twice. Because as you know, Tim, in the NBA, nobody goes from here to here. There's steps that are that that, that you have to go through. And last year they Unless took that first LeBron. baby step, <laughs> but they didn't even really get into the playoffs. Yeah. Now they're here. It'd be nice if they could take a second step this year. So they add that shooter that we talked about. And now you can actually envision them saying, Yeah, this team's built to make a deep run into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean to your to Jay's point, like it, let's say they beat the Knicks. Lose a, lose a six-game series to Milwaukee. You had a really good shooter. Now next year we're thinking, well, maybe they can win a title. Sure. You know, I mean, depending on who that shooter is. But well, I always go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, I just I always like to play the if I had told you game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I had told you back oh, yeah, in we training it. camp and preseason, hey, the Cavs are going to finish with the fourth seed, and they're going to get a home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. Would you have taken that? That's where I picked. Yeah, I picked right. So, I, I, picked so I don't. I don't think. Believe me, I want them to win. I hope they go as far as they can go. But even if they were to get beat in the first round, I don't consider that a a major disappointment because I think in the big picture, the organizational goal was let's avoid yeah. that play in, which meant top six. Sure. I mean, if you get top four, it's They've gravy. definitely taken a step forward. I, yeah, oh, there's no, no I doubt. Think, I think your expect in the beginning but, of the year, I, my expectations have changed now, so I would be disappointed personally, if, especially if they got, let's say they got just hammered in this series. I, I don't think that's likely, but if it did happen, that well, would that, be. I think that would be a disappointment. If they were losing right. five or something like that to the yeah, Knicks. I, that would be, you know, I, I, I'll be disappointed personally, fair or unfair. They I'll added an elite player. Yeah. So you expect I, them I, I to take a jump. And right. But if no way you can expect them to beat Milwaukee. I mean, there's no way. I, no, you can't I, expect it's that. It's house money. I can see it, series. man. There's I a big difference between see it and expect it. I don't expect it, but yeah, I can see it. Oh, I can see them beating anybody. No. I can see them beating Boston or Milwaukee. That's the fun. I can. Part. Is that the fun part about this team? Because you get to watch them as they grow, and, and you know they got enough talent to compete. So you're saying, hey. If they get past the first round, it's all house money. Who knows? You get, you get to enjoy them games, right? It well, me personally, it's been a real joy to watch them grow because yeah. I'm now in my fourth season. Right. It, Darius and I are on the same track. Uh, he's in his fourth season as well. Nice. Uh, his level has gone way up, but uh, as well no. as his pay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. But you know, my first year was the 19 win season, and then yeah. my second year was 22. Oh. So to watch this team last year jump to 44, and now this year, absolutely, it's it's a joy to watch those guys really develop. And it goes back to, as I mentioned earlier, with J.B. Bickerstaff, and to see the role that he has played in really nurturing these guys Mm -hmm. and allowing them to flourish, it is. It's a lot of fun. Going to all the sites that you have, what in your mind is the single most difficult building to win in? Wow, that's a great question. Well, it's ironic that even though I'm in my fourth year, there were arenas that I saw for the very first time this, this year. This year, right. right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of COVID and all that. So, you're talking just East or NBA in general? NBA in general, but you can, if you want to go East and West and, and who whose building is toughest? That's a great question. I mean, it, listen, 
even with the first round series coming up, that MSG is a tough place to play. It can there, be. There's an aura. Yeah, you and I think feel. those fans are going to be rabid because oh. they're just dying for success. They're, Absolutely. They've got a couple of decades of uh, frustration that's pent up. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough place to play. Boston's a tough place to play. Uh, you know, the, the ones that always seem to garner the attention, Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, Oracle used to just be awesome. Yes, and, but even the, the new. The new one's not the same. Not, they're not really on top of right, you. Right, but still, they make noise. Yes, they do. They uh, that's noise. a tough place to play, and Denver is as well. Do you have a go-to pizzeria? Can I advise you when you go to New York? <laughs> advise me, please. I mean, if you're willing to go to Brooklyn, you got to go to DeFaro's, which is the best pizzeria in Brooklyn. There's a 20-minute really? answer here. Tim, just be ready. What's the matter? It's, it's a 20-minute answer. He'll give you a whole mile. I mean, I can give you a place everywhere, but DeFaro's Pizza in Brooklyn on Avenue M and East 15th Street, I believe. Now, when we play the Nets, we yeah, actually stay in Brooklyn. We don't right. stay in Manhattan. Well, where do you stay in Brooklyn? What part of Brooklyn do you know? Near where the Nets are? Uh, like literally, the hotel is right next to the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, yeah, right. You okay. walk out of the hotel and that, you walk we, under the bridge. For people like me that grew up in Brooklyn, we call that New Brooklyn. That's where all the people that are live, grew up in other parts of the country move. Where That's I the yuppie up, Brooklyn. I grew up in old school Brooklyn where only people from Brooklyn live. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not and that's sexy. where you find the good pizza. Well, too, Brooklyn, right. Brooklyn by, the, by the way, Brooklyn by itself would be the fifth largest city in America, if you think wow. about that. That's, that's crazy. That's how big it is, population-wise. I didn't know that. Yes, and uh, so so getting to DeFaro's is inconvenient, I will say that, but, uh, but we're Joe's on Bleecker Street, that's in Manhattan. That's a really, it's a takeout place, quick in and out. Yeah, I've been to that one. That's a great place. Really good. Go ahead. So if we play the Knicks in the first round, what's the place? I would say DeFaris. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go over to Brooklyn. Yeah, he's not going to go to Joe's on Bleecker. Give him a place. Yeah, go to Joe's on Bleecker. Yeah, It's a little downtown from. Oh, are you saying that the trip to, to the pizza place is worth it? I say it is. For me, all, depends all, how much. For Bull, it's worth it to all, go from wow. here to there. All you got to do is walk through three sketchy neighborhoods by yourself. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Steakhouse in New York, not far from the garden, called Old Homestead. You ever been there? No. I bet you have. I bet you have. <laughs> you got me figured out. This man. I'm telling you. Food is priority one. Oh, I'm Food's stunned by that. <laughs> this man Food's was like, I ain't been to all the arenas. Old and then he said, you've been in this restaurant. Go to place. Uh, McNuggets, Tim, thanks, man. Thanks, oh, Tim. I mean, great, great having you yeah. in. Great thanks, insight. Really, let's go really Cavs. good insight. Let's get it out. Let's go. Let's get that series I'm win. I'm done with the regular season. Let's get to the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's, it, yeah. it seems like this last two more weeks. Months. Let's go. It's, it feels like three months. Yeah. You just want the playoffs to begin already. I'm Tim, thanks so much for appreciate stopping you by. Guys. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Very good. McNuggets, what do you got? I got a couple reads to do while we get Tim out of here. Tim, appreciate you coming in. But first, I want to tell everybody that if you're not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, there are two tiers that you can be a part of to be. By the way, Mike, i got to cut you off for a minute because it's a little rude to say while we get Tim out of here. Well, we have to unmic him. It's I know that, but it's not a nice him. way to say it. Get, get him out of here like, God, get, get rid of this guy. What Tim, you, you are welcome to come back whenever you want. That is a standing offer when you're downtown. <laughs> that did not mean that in a disrespectful way. I know you did. Just, but just for a buck ball. 99, you can become a starters tier member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. That gets you loyalty badges, custom emojis, and members-only community posts. For $4.99 a month, that gets you into our coaches tier membership. That is all the same starter tier perks you get, plus Thanks, overtime videos, member shoutouts, discount codes for merch, and more. So In overtime today, we are talking about the DAP seen around the world. OBJ and Kevin Stefanski. 
Is there a possible reunion in Cleveland? Stop that it. Is By being the way, for overtime here. I got a couple more, Bull. Don't let me. I'm right. But here. on this, it has to do with this. About memberships. Yes. Did we put out that promo yet? It is. Oh, this is I really sent good. It I watched it finally Twitter. this morning. I seen it. I, I seen it. I was good promo. I like that. Dope. Okay. Yeah, it's Mikey. out. It's also 12:30, which means it's time to yes. remind everybody that Collie Gracing is the official sponsor of the lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Collie Gracing is your official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. And A.J. Allmendinger won a race this weekend for Colleague, and I am sure that he warmed up for the race with a pregame built bar. All the protein needed to sustain a three-hour race in a NASCAR Xfinity Series car. Impressive feat from A.J. Allmendinger. And he still, despite being a professional NASCAR driver, used promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off built bars at built.com. All right, let me say I'm not thrilled with the transition from Colic to Built. I think you could have done a better job with that. I forgot about it earlier in the show, so I just had to make it happen. AJ Almondinger. I mean, that's such a great name. That's a wonderful He's a really cool dude, by the way. I think I told you guys, but I actually did a one-on-one interview with him. What does that say? I've won so many times, I've forgotten how many I won. Hey, what you need to do? What you need to do is stop. I've won nine, so it's a lie. You sound like you sound like Cam from Canada, who's like the Browns are eight-time champs. Cam, I love you. Nobody, most people don't give a rat's ass about the Browns championship. Now, listen. There were three black guys and four teams. Come on. Now, McNuggets, you know he going to have a fit if you stop playing the guessing game when he here. We will still do true and false when times. We're going to. Tyrus ain't moving. Don't worry. Yeah. What are you talking about? Ain't <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. If you get rid of the guessing game, they're like, Tyrus going to be mad. He's going to call you, text you, big nuggets. Hey, man, what you mean we ain't doing that no are more? Are we doing a live show? Wait he finds out we've let him win a lot. That's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, don't keep that on. You know now, now all of a sudden, they let me win. Well, don't let me win today. Because you know, <laughs> I'm going back I, to back today. We know it means a lot. Do you, you, do you think win. Jay or I would ever let anybody win in anything else? Yeah. Exactly. Never. <laughs> G's a little more mellow. The real Jay question I, is, is no G way. Bush not a chance second today? Oh, well, you already know what I bring to the table. I, who went in the that, who went in that poll the on the AFC teams? Tyvis, you won in emphatic fashion. Okay. Emphatic that's fashion. That's embarrassing the for the Congratulations. Well, Tyvis, Tyvis was very good. Did I at least finish that's, second? That's one, second. that's one win on the day. What's that? You, know? you did finish second. Can we have the final poll results? I'd like to hear Yes, over 300 votes. You don't want to know the gap. The gap Okay, go ahead. Tyvis had 65%. Thank you. I appreciate Bull had 19. G. Bush had 12. J. 4%. Oh, oh, oh. I got to tell you, I'm stunned. Yeah, you had the last pick, so it was tough. <laughs> no, but I got to tell you, I'm stunned that I got 4%. <laughs> I know these idiots. Hey, hey I'm the, I'm, you Yeah, know, I called you idiots. I'm, I'm the Ross Perot of this thing. Give me, you know, give me that. Give me that. I'm Ross Perot. I'm I'm independent. Ross this, is, this is why it's. I'll be. Dude. I'll be going over here sometimes. Ross Perot call out is. Somebody you know what? Dead or alive one of these do you days. know why you got? Ross is dead. We'll talk dead or alive. Is Ross, you dead? Ross is yes, dead. Yes, I do. do you know do why you got four percent? Why? Because no. Tracy is at home watching. Tracy right wouldn't now, jump into that and she, she, <laughs> she gladly hit Jay. You know, she, Tracy, she, we love she you. Actually she, banned, she, she actually banned the app. She told her iPhone, do not update this app. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about a chat room. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, All right. We'll do, how about this? We'll do Dead or Alive Friday. That's a promise. Dead or Alive oh, Friday. Let's Friday. do sports Dead or Alive. <laughs> that almost Sports and, and act. I think it's got to be everything. I, yeah, I, but there's it. a lot of sports guys. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm not sure. I got a tune. I'm in. not sure. I'll sports and in. entertainment, I think. Yeah, sports. Okay. And we'll do that yeah. Friday. Yeah. Uh, today's true and false. Okay. Elijah Moore, the newest Cleveland Browns. Right. Do you have a parlay on this? 
I'm gonna go. G's getting second. I yeah. got both first. I like G's the confidence. Second. I'm actually think Tyrus is gonna come in last year. I'm, I'm gonna go. Wow. The odds on that are outstanding. Ty, or, uh, Anthony, we haven't started yet, so scorekeeper's back. Okay. Perfect timing. What's Dick, Elijah Tim Moore's favorite color? <laughs> blue. <laughs> red. True or false? Blue. I mean, that's that's what we're doing. It's blue. Yeah, yeah listen. Okay, you guys say right. It was miss. red, but blue. it changed it. To <laughs> now it's brown. His it's favorite color is now brown. Okay. Question number one of Elijah Moore. By the way, false. sorry, Mike. I gotta cut you off again. It's inappropriate, but I'm gonna do it. Roll your eyes. Is anybody's favorite color really brown? No. Have you ever met anyone whose favorite color was brown? LeBron had a funny take where he would say, Racist! He's like, why don't they change the colors? Yeah. Have you ever stepped out of your house <coughs> and you weren't going to a Browns game Jeez. where you had orange and brown on and you looked Never. in the mirror and said, man, I look good today. Swagged out. And he's right. I tell you what, Joe Hayden had the best brown swag I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. He used to swag his outfits. Huh? Yeah. Oh, you Eric Metcalf was good boy, back was in the dripping. day. Hey, listen, D and, uh, D and Jimmy Haslam, y'all, I know you listen to your boy. I got the pulse of the street. Please just get the gunmetal gray and put it with that Browns. That is fire. Yeah. Everybody wants it. Just go ahead. A lot and of teams already do it. They already do it. Come on, man. Yeah, let's go. Uh, it is time. White Question hand number hand. one Sorry. of Elijah Moore, true and false. It's a long one. Bear with me. White face, man. In 2019. Moore led Ole Miss to a win over Mississippi State despite drawing a 15-yard penalty for a touchdown celebration where he pretended to pee on a fire hydrant like a dog. <laughs> Wait, who made these questions, you or Anthony? Combo. I don't like that. I, had, I knew the answer for sure if it was Anthony. With, with Mike involved, it could be crazy. They didn't, they, they didn't mess with my – listen, somebody has sabotaged my marker over here. Ooh. Yeah, mine too. It's weak. Hold on, come in with more. Everybody, oh, Jay's got false. Jay says false. It's not all true. Some of it's true. And Jay is correct. Yep. He did. I got it. Pretend to pee on a fire hydrant. Yeah, but he did draw a penalty. Thanks. Here, here, take this one. That penalty is the reason they lost the game. They ended up missing See, the extra that's point. Nonsense. If it was yep. Anthony, he, I, 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 but it was such a big deal. Like, come on, it was a huge was, deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a big, it was a big deal. Come that game on. got Matt Luke fired. His head coach You're right. at Ole Miss. You're right. I don't think you should ask questions where half the questions right and half's wrong. I don't like. I, he that said was instead of were. That's lame. Jay has one. Question number two. Or he's sour. Moore was named an Under Armour All-American his senior year of high school. True or false? Man, if you go to Ole Miss and you start an SEC, you might as well. Let me see. Let me go with the true. And you had a single digit? Gee, he's giving stuff away here publicly. I don't know what he's doing over here. Well, it, that was part of that time when Ole Tyvis Miss. has true. Everyone that says That was part of that time when around. Ole Miss was slaying the recruiting. Yeah, it remember is true. that? Hey, you freeze. I mean, not end up. They were cheating. You freeze. But they were. They had the number one now recruiting no class. Cheating. It's good. Now, now it's yeah. just called uh, good business. By the way, I saw. <laughs> You're of, right. Uh, of course, not a shocker. He's one of the like the the 15 sports media people you'd expect to say this. But Dan Dockage was. I tweeted yesterday. Oh, I hate NIL and I hate the transfer portal. I, and I'm like, yes, of course, that's Dan. I went to his camp. Oh, I went to a Bowling Green camp. Why would you hate? I went to Bowling Green bas you? basketball camp, and it was really? it was oh because Lord, well geez. he looked like an ass by the way. It was because a team he camp. said, "What's that? Oh, oh. what's that doppy looking guy who's really good center for Purdue?" Oh, Zach Eady. He tweeted now? yesterday. That, yeah, <laughs> so Dockage said that what's his name again? Zach Eady. That Zach Eady, the guy from Purdue, the yeah. guy. Yeah. Was transfer was in the transfer portal, yeah. and then now maybe he's lying. But two minutes later, Edie said that's not true. Wow. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Dan Dockage is who he is. Question we, number three. Are we allowed, are, are question people allowed going blind falses? Yeah, Tyvis put a blind false up. Is, is, that, is, that worth, is that worth two no. or minus two? No, no, but he's had success with the blind no. false. I don't no. think he's got one of these wrong yet, okay. but maybe this will be the first. Right. Moore set an Ole Miss single-game record for receiving yards. With he probably, against Vandy, he did. You want to change your answer? Maybe he's nah, missing. Nah, I'm just going to. It's too late. I, I got to stand on it. I stand on business. And they had A.J. Brown. They I just said false. They didn't have, they didn't have a D.K. Metcalf. I got true. Bull I, says true. Jay says true. The answer is true. Yeah. Really? 3-0, and oh, maybe. So I said, you when I seen Vanderbilt, I said, oh, yeah, like he that? did do that. But they got a lot of receivers, man. D.K. Like, Metcalf, A.J. Brown, Elijah Moore, back-to-back-to-back years. Anthony, you want to give us a score up? Laquan Treadwell. You're not going to win. Tyvus. Give it a score update. I heard it. Being Jay two is tied at one. Give it an appropriate <laughs> score update. Why? Because he didn't get the top score first. Yes, he did. He said, Jay, no, he no, said, no, I gave Jay he said Bull has two, and G and Tyvis have one, and Jay has three. Hey, you know what, Anthony? That's the way to be in your alpha good. male bag. Yeah, I'm I know. Good. I like that. That's the way to be in your... Hey, talk to these people. Tyvis, sit down and shut up, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Without saying it, that's what I heard. Next question, question number four. Okay. More caught. 28 passes for 407 yards as a senior in high school. Stop. Ignore the bad grammar in this question. <laughs> bad grammar. More caught hat. Hey, we ain't had no falses yet. Come on, bro. Y'all, y'all, listen, it's just. That was Anthony. Process of elimination. No, the first one was a false. We ain't had one in a while. I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. When I wrote that question. Last week, I changed two Look. questions. I changed it to the wrong answer both times, and it cost me. And hopefully, I have not done that again. It's been a while. Let's see. I'm saying true. True for both. False for everybody else. No, 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 no. Said true also. Oh, Tyvus said yes! true. Yes! Oh. the right answer. He it's got, crazy. He probably got hurt, right? He had 28 uh, catches, 47 yards, and was still an Under Armour All-American. That, that's oxymoron. That only seems to make sense happen? to me. It is both. What, what type of those? It what, had to be true because those numbers were so absurdly bad. What type of sick individual keeps score on his own board? The same individual that writes before this competition starts. I'm pretty sure I won eight times. Is that what I said? <laughs> it's, it's, not what I it's said. the same guy who goes down in the middle of a pickup game that has to repeat the score because people be cheating. Yes. Right. Five four. Yep. Five. You Question number five. Yeah. Elijah Moore has a twin sister named Maddie. True or false? Uh, that's a Mikey special right there. Maddie doesn't seem Maddie Moore like a, a white name. That, that, <laughs> that is definitely not Elijah. <laughs> that's probably see. And well, that's Elijah's a Bible name. Yeah. So wouldn't if you had twins, wouldn't you give both of them? It just sounds like some absurd. Bible just, name. That sounds like <laughs> no. That sounds like McNuggets his, absurdity right there. This this man's sister's name should you be know, you know what? Marissa it, or something. It's so absurd. Esther. Her name is Esther. It's so she absurd. She has Esther and Elijah. She does have a true. twin, but her name is not. Maddie. I need to catch yes, up. Yes, that's going to be right. False. Tyvis says true. Everyone else says false. <laughs> Ooh, you're going The first. answer is false. Moore is I should have left it. No yeah. I should have left it. Yeah. So you would officially be out of it. Maddie, yeah, Maddie is, a, is a junior <laughs> at, at St. Ignatius <laughs> Sister School. <laughs> 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 
All right, four, four, three, one. Our right? best friend is Tammy. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Tammy's an old smoker then. How many we got left? Hey, three left. Three left. Four. Ooh, we got a lot this week. You could tie it. It ain't four, well, four, three. Left. Hold on. Three left. Correct. Bam. Anthony, score update before we go. We got nine questions. Cole J week? tied for four. Tyvis and G tied for two. So four, two. Okay. Next Ooh, question. Don't flip up. I know. I thought you were out. <laughs> Sean Watson and the Browns needed a speed receiver. True or false? Moore ran a 4-3-2-4-3 no, three, three, four, three, three. Three. at did. his pro day. I think he did run a 4-3-3, three, three, honestly. I thought it was a 4-3-1. I thought it was a 4-3-3. Three, three. Where, where, like where are you three, getting one. this time from? The combine. It's pro day. Like, it's it's pro day. Oh, it's pro day. Okay. Oh, no, I wanted to count. He didn't run at the combine. True for Bull. True for G. False for J. False for Tyvis. The answer. Why you going to pick what I pick? I didn't it's know what he said. Hey, <laughs> How am I supposed to know what he said? Because I showed it. I had already written mine down. <laughs> I'm five and one. I'm glad you missed You're that. You're sensitive I'm over there. I'm glad that you about to lose. He's <laughs> now. Nah, he, he hey, ain't nobody about to lose. <laughs> you. Five, four, three, two. We all go lose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tybus was like, I'm You up officially lost. Tybus was like, that's fine. You're out. That's fine. As long as Jay become with By the way, Mike did predict Tybus would finish last. He did. He hasn't locked up last, but he can't win. In fact, he predict the order that we are. No, no, I'm in no, second. That's right. He had me third. Second. G yep. Bush still needs to catch it. Question number left? seven. Yeah. Elijah's Don't middle choke. name is Danilo. Danilo. True, true or false? Elijah Danilo Moore. Gallinari. Come on, Jay. You know I know some. Look at me, Danilo. Jay. The, that, that don't even <laughs> sound right. Nugget's smart enough to make up a name like Danilo. He could have looked up somebody else's middle name. Yeah, that don't even but I take that, person. that don't even vibe right. That don't sit right in my soul. Let me tie for first. Let me tie for last. Tyvis says true. Tyvis says true. Tie false for, and false. Tie for last. Bulls in my head. Yeah! I am too dumb yes! to think of a name like Danilo. That was only <laughs> copy and pasted from two yep. verified sources. It sounded right. What's the, what's the, what's the final? So who got that one right? Uh, Bull and Ty. I think Bull clinched the dub with that one. I think he did. I've clinched before the last one. Hey, man. I yeah, that because I've got four one. and he's got six. No, no. So, yes. so am I tied in last place? Yes. No, no you're yeah, one so behind. So real quick score right now, you guys. We've got Bull with six, Tyvis and G with three, and Jay with four. Oh, we got to run the last one. We got to run the last one. Because I need to just No, no, Tyvis missed that one, didn't he? No, I did not. I tried to tell you. I knew something. You did. Look at You got to look at the hair. It just looked like something, you know? Man. Yeah. It looked like something that he would do. Last question. Just looked like some Danilo. He just looked like a Danilo. the people's champ today? Question seven. Or question eight, excuse me. Moore originally committed to Alabama before flipping to Ole Miss on National Signing Day? Nah, bro, you weren't no Alabama guy. False. I actually don't know the answer. You you wasn't in there. You don't know this one? It's false, man. <laughs> boom, 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 Gee, boom. I need you to get this right and time is to get it wrong for me to hit. <laughs> actually, actually, it, uh, I just remembered something. You, you know what? I... No pressure answer for me. Nope, for anyone. False why why would you do that? Wait a minute. No, no, wait no, a minute. No, 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 no. You can't change your answer. Tyvis is changing. I will allow the change. Nope, okay. then I'm going to stick with You're false. You're not this I allow the change. I'm good. I'm going to stick with the false. I'm going to stick with the false. The answer? Stick with the false. Is false. I was going to let him change. I know, because he wanted to get his far later. He did change his original commitment, but it just wasn't to Alabama. That is correct. It was originally Georgia. Yeah. 
And then so he switched. You know how I knew that I was cool. You are the Elijah Moore people's champion. He wanted today. me to change. Simon, can you pass bad. me the belt, please? <laughs> you shouldn't have, really. You shouldn't. That's you what my mom used to say. No, I did stick That's with. what my mom used to say to me. I wrote false. Pass me the belt, please. I'm like, no, go get yourself. We are champions, my friends. Six to five, is that what the final score was? And I'll keep on singing till the end. What'd you do we with the money? We are the champions. <laughs> I am What'd you the do champion. With the money? No time. What did you for do with the money? Because <laughs> I am the champion. You can tell when somebody what? ain't won in a while, boy. What did you do yeah. with the money? <laughs> what? What'd you do with the money? What money? The money your parents gave you for singing lessons. <laughs> That's an old dad joke. That was a dad joke, joke right and there. And you fell for it. That did, rendition did. of I thought for the champions sure you would. Now, is brought to us by the current that. Xfinity Series champions, Colleg Racing, <laughs> the official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio. We got one more thing to get to today, fellas, and that is the new NFL rules that are being implemented for next season. There's a bunch no good of them. Rules. The they one that matters. No, by the way, yesterday Jason said that it was a fait accompli that Thursday night was going to get Thankfully approved. Thankfully, it didn't. That was stupid. Well, they pushed the can down the road. They're going to vote again. On, they're going to vote on it in May. But there were a couple of owners who came out and emphatically said they were John Mara, the Giants. Mara was super. He said it's abusive. To the fans. Wow. Yes, and he's yeah. right. It's abusive yeah. to the players. And most of too. the owners don't care about the fans, but no. But, but, um, I was, I was shocked. It's not fair. It, it's stupid. It's bad for the game. It's so short. I understand we don't want to have crappy matchups on Thursday night. Right. But, like, you know, you can't be switching all these games. It's I don't, I, I don't know. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I, think it's I agree. I hope they continue to vote against it. Yep. The one I want to talk about, though, because as G just mentioned, jersey swag, it all sells. Oh, boy. You can now wear number zero in the NFL. About time. I'm not a fan. And About Calvin time. Time is not a fan. Why not? I'm not a fan of it in the secondary. I just don't think it looked good on a DB. That's just. I say, you know what? I say, if you want to look like a clown, go ahead and wear it. My personal zero is like a clown number. No, I just think my personal opinion is zero just don't look good in the secondary. I think it's a it's a linebacker slash D line type. When thing. is zero ever good? Unless you're a pitcher. I want Dalvin Tomlinson to wear zero. Like zero's uh, bad. Zero. I the, just the, don't care about the numbers. The so. definition of zero is yeah. bad. It's I just, nothing. It's Calvin just a big Ridley, block. Way, it's just a big block number. I just don't. I don't now, like it. Technically, in the secondary. When it comes to math, a zero is not really zero. There is no. It doesn't it, exist. It's, it's, it's you know it's non-existent. Pretty. Now here's the thing. I I like the zero um, because somebody is going to make themselves famous for the zero. This so if you're good if you're a good player, and you okay, change the zero. Now you get a bunch of jersey sales and zero is a new number. Would you buy a jersey though that had a zero on it? If the player like good, I know who it is. Calvin really just changed. You ever cons- when you buy a jersey of a player, I never consider their number. The, the numbers, really the numbers, especially it, if they're the good. Look. I mean, it's a fashion statement. A jersey. I just I, don't yeah, like that. A lot it's of people buy their favorite players. If Nick, if, if, if Nick Chubb said, if Nick Chubb says, he won't. I, I'm going to change my number <laughs> no, to zero because I have that. zero ego. Yeah. He's not that type well, of guy. Well, Greg Newsom tweeted. You see this? Yeah. He, he's, he's, he, he, he all in on it. I'm, yeah. I just don't like well, it in the secondary. Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like it for anybody. I, it's fine on a linebacker or a D lineman, but I, don't, I just don't here's, like it. Here's what I will say. Man, I mean, if that's you're, a good number for a. For I feel a, like a D lineman should wear double zero. Can you wear double zero 
or just zero? And, I, no, you know what? They didn't say that you could wear Defensive double linemen double. can't wear, and offensive linemen can't wear the zero. That's the stipulation. I which is defensive linemen. Oh, well, they, they can't, can't wear a single-digit can't. number. Well, no, they can't can they? wear zero. The yeah, but they but but they're not allowed to wear single digits. Oh, yeah, they are on the offensive. Ain't number ain't Uncle Ronco wear seven? Fifty to sixty. Yes. Did you see defensive line can wear? Yeah, but offense is fifty to seventy. Did you see? What Deion Sanders said about single-digit numbers. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No. I like that. He he was basically like, and I don't really care. You know, you guys know me. I don't give rat's ass about right. numbers. Yeah. I do. But Deion said, I know a lot of players do. The number matters. So I get it. But Deion was like, first of all, he talked about how new players don't even get numbers, like, right away. Like, you got to earn a number. Sure. Yeah, which I, I agree. And then he said, when it comes to single-digit numbers, he's like, those are for special players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the number, the number two is for a special player. Well, that, you, if you were number minutes. two, I don't care what position you. If you were number two, you that deal in football. Number two is like universally the best football number. But Michigan, get. it's one. Why is it two? I don't know. Two is just like really just good. The number. Think about it. Think about who wears number two. Everybody that wears number two is really it, good. If, if you think of well, see. I almost transferred schools because they didn't have no single digits. I said, I can't do this. My Defensive lineman with single digits? I was like, digits? I told my Chase Young wore number two. Who? Chase Young wore number two at yeah, O-State. Was that important to you? Hell yeah. Number, the number matters. I almost, Your number I almost rolled out. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, this is unacceptable. What they I Man, I, I ended up, I had 71. I wanted to go for I had 71 in high school. So I was like, whatever. So I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all retired at the <coughs> number in high school. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I got to I got to college. Was like, no, I'm definitely wearing a single digit. I'm definitely wearing one. They were like, you just low key dropped that they retired your jersey number in high school. Yes, I didn't know that. That's light. G, what number? <laughs> 71. 71. 71. Yeah. That's actually yeah. like. For you? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't you know that. How many numbers did they retire? The only other person that got their jersey retired, or the only other, the only other person to wear it was my two brothers. I let them wear it. He, my little brother wore it, and my middle brother wore it. Nobody wore it before you? Well, somebody had to wear it before Well, they, 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 they <laughs> weren't good enough. They weren't G-Bush. How many numbers are retired at Camp McKinley? I would. I think 27 is retired. Sheesh. I think 12 is out of here. Um, eight. What's the name? I 81 mean, they put guys at major college 80, programs. 81 is out of here. Well, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I mean, come on now. Like, well, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm saying, I guess <laughs> that. I'm just saying, they must have a lot of numbers retired. Yeah, yeah, you got to do that, too. I'm in the Baseball Hall of Fame, too. Stop playing. You with are? Your boy. What do you mean? I bet at 515, boo. Look at you. What about Look, basketball? Uh, basketball. Because you play basketball, ba- Basketball, I average 13 points a game. So let me ask you, yeah. can you take Jay? Because I sure can. You know, it's not. It's oh, it's a given. Light you can. work. Light work. Um, in baseball. 
Man, look, I gotta be in a cage. See, I ain't crazy like you. Yeah, I got to get in these cages. <laughs> you need to get in the cages. Like, you know, I gotta get in these cages. It's natural. You know, no, no, it's no, natural no, no. Ability. You're not about to have this me is, out here This is God given. Right. All I gotta do is I'll show up. I'll tell you up. this right now. I'd you, be a hell of a lot more afraid to pitch to G mm, than I would be. You to know pitch what? And to that's you. the mistake that you gonna make. And you gonna be like, you gonna be like. Now one of dang is gone. Now one of my baseball jerseys. <laughs> he gonna turn his head back like seventeen. The number is seventeen. Now, here, th- there's nothing more nasty. I'll tell you the nastiest numbers. If you're a DB, two. Nah, I mean nasty, ugly. I work oh, ugly juice. numbers. If you Wait, mess- G, before you go, I agree, and I want to know if you guys agree with this, and it's going to get to what you're saying. I do think you look faster and or slower in certain jersey numbers. Like, you can't yes. be fast wearing number 44. Impossible. Thank you. But you, you was on the listen. If you're a DB and they give you 44, that they, you they've told you all they need to know about you. <laughs> they don't like your family. They don't like your your, your parent structure. They really think you're a scrub. John Lynch wore 47. Man, that's seven. He's a safety. Oh, you said 44 in particular. 44. 44, <laughs> 44 as a DB. Ty is nasty. It's it's chicken grease. It's koala vomit. That it smell like Wait, what is it? <laughs> Ko- koala vomit. Koala vomit. I don't like think I've just, ever heard that. Listen, no, he he not wrong. If you if you play a DB, let's oh. say, let's say you at quarterback, right? You going through your matchups at wide receiver. You look out and see forty four. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we going right. I don't care what the play is. That's where we going He's right like, now. Not just the I believe the new. I think his name's Devin Brown at Ohio State. Is that the new quarterback? Yeah, he wearing yeah. thirty three. Yeah. I talked about this. By the way, I think it's your a quarterback cannot wear. He lost this, the position. I said this, but he's this is the thing. He's different though because I said the same thing when niggas, but then I did some digging into it. So he, he he's paying it? tribute to some. Yeah, some he guy. is. I read why he's wearing. And it, then thirty three has been his number his entire life. That's been his jersey number. So I'm like, that's different. Like if I grew up. Let y'all like, for example, my no. wife grew up 32 was the number for her, like when she was a kid. Yeah. So like if she was deciding to play, I don't know, Tybus. basketball, baseball or football, and, he's a and qu- she was a quarterback and wore he's 32, I'd be like, okay, I understand. Cause he's that's a five-star number. quarterback prospect. He cannot wear 32. So I agree, but he is. If he go, if he, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> You go out there and you play Michigan, you get smoked with a 33. Devin Gardner wore 98. That, and he started yeah. my career. He started my career. And we clowned, and he got smoked and we clowned Devin Gardner. It was no and nobody knew who I was, but then I ran into Devin Gardner and he just I became somebody. And Devin Gardner Shout was out to trash. You, and people people got him up out of here. If you a quarterback <laughs> at Old State, they not that that funny game stuff. No, you're let right. you win, let you lose to Michigan with, yeah, with 33. 33. <laughs> I said the, you know what it looks I like. I said oh, the same man. thing last Saturday. They got their first four quarterbacks hurt. They got the punt backup punter playing quarterback. <laughs> That's great. That's a fullback like a number. G. Bush. <laughs> That's crazy. G. Bush G. What are the numbers? He got the baby ways. Ooh. Let me Ooh. see. Let me see. See. Steve just texted the picture. Yeah. Oh, G. Bush and his What did you wear at OU? Seventy-one. Ninety-one. Oh, no, I thought you said 70. No, yeah. he said 71 in college. High, in I mean, in high school. I was like, I'm t- I, they wouldn't give it. I was like, well, let me get to 71. It's like, no, it's only for offensive linemen. Then my brother wore 71 when he was at OU. So Defensive brother played too. offensive line. Yeah, he played guard. I got a super chat real oh, quick. Okay. I got to get in here. Uh, DB Dog 21 says, Damn. and I believe he's talking about people in the chat. I don't think he was referring to us, but he said, it's hilarious how people just blatantly refute Tim's take on JB being an excellent coach who's around him for a living. 
while they've only played pickup basketball. We Unbelievable. Did, yeah, we did. We I, did. I, I think he's referring – because I see people in the chat arguing if, if JB's a good coach or not. So I think he's referring to that. Speaking of Tim, he texted us and said it, he had a blast. He wants to come on during the playoffs. So we'll bring Tim good. back. Good. Well, I thought he was in great. The he was awesome. Very good. Dude, I, his, I loved him. His voice plus the Ohio State announcer's voice. I forget his name. We Paul, have Paul Keels. Yeah. Ooh. There's something yeah. that hits different. Yeah, there's well, like Tom eight, Hamilton it's too. eight tones deeper. Tom too, yeah. Tom like, Hamilton. Tom's got a great voice, yeah. but you know, like when you hear Paul and 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 Tim, they're down in the basement. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, he's <laughs> you know? and, and he get extra credit points because he could actually comb his hair backwards. He go, he does his slick. Paul has them joints on the side going down. <laughs> we can't do that. I can't wait to see Paul on Friday. I'm a, I'm you know a what I'm talking about. I'm a oh yeah, uh, you really do. You're one of the most observant people I think I've oh, ever yeah. known. Somebody, somebody told somebody He's told me seen. that uh, Paris Campbell's wearing zero for the Giants. So there you go. Did you guys ever see the movie? Um, uh, oh. Yeah. Role models. It's called role models. Yes. Yeah, of course. That sounds like okay. I have. Who, who's in it? So it's it's um, role models. That's you know you got a TV show the coming up play, with TV I names. Know. The guy who plays Ant Man. I'm, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. And then the the guy who was Stifler from the American Pie movies. <laughs> Sean William Scott. <laughs> okay, couldn't think of either. Oh, his, his name Paul, is man. his name is right. Jeff Stifler. By the way, Stif- I am recording oh, I my first TV podcast tonight. Yes, including top five post-apocalyptic shows ever. Um, you got to guess. You got one man questions. But uh, G. Bush, there's a scene in that where they're in the woods <laughs> and the Stifler guy is teaching the little kid how to look at women's boobs without looking directly at them. <laughs> right? That's G. Bush. He can, like, see everything. He's not, like, you think he's not even paying attention? No, he really he is, man. Three-dimensional. So, so right? you're saying he's not really blind? He's not, but he's, no. he's observant. He sees everything. And, I mean, he's a renaissance man. He is. The guy can do women's makeup. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there's there's <laughs> talent this dude has that we don't even know. Oh, by the way, I got but, he knows Pokemon. By the way, yes. I, I, when we come back tomorrow, I'm gonna bring you my custom fragrance. I got a custom fragrance. It's of called Nocturnal. Of course, yeah. it's called That's Nocturnal, not, and it's not even surprising. And, and it's by 62 degrees. They sh- they partner with me. It's I got two surprising. of them. So I'm gonna bring those in so y'all can see packaging. Is he the only person on the planet that's an authority on women's makeup, Pokemon, and sports? And he's designed bikinis, bro. And designed bikinis. And played D1 football. Yep. Play Overtime football. is next. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow if you're not in the ballers. <laughs> Coaches tier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>